Say you're a femtrepreneur and you've decided to start your own business, but now you have to deal with the stereotype of being a business bitch. Let's talk about that today. Welcome, ladies. We are Business Classy as Fuck, the podcast about business, travel, and damn classy femtrepreneurs like yourself. Yes, femtrepreneur is a made-up word, and business classy is a shitty pun. But we're here to support you on that lonely path of world domination, either in the business world or literally across the world. I'm Annika, an award-winning boudoir photographer based in Boston, owning femininity and self-love. And I'm Linda, a perpetual nomad building a social media brand based on travel and world love. Welcome back, Femtrepreneurs, and today we're talking about being in business as a woman, a lady boss, or a business bitch. I think this is such a good topic to talk about because, I don't know, I feel like, you know, I've definitely felt like this over the years, so I'm sure that other, you know, uh, lady bosses have felt like this, so I don't know, I'm excited to chat about this. Yeah, it's like it's a con- it's just a constant stereotype that we have to battle if we're, you know, just on a path that isn't that is anything but conventional basically. Exactly. And I mean, I feel like it's been ingrained in our minds since we were young, you know, like girls were taught to play nice and always share, but boys were taught to win. Absolutely. Like that's <laughs> Just it, It's just, like, ingrained in us that we have to be nice and we have to, you know, like, we're girls. <laughs> we have we're little, dainty. <laughs> yeah, we have little bows in our hair and we play make-believe tea parties and we share our Barbies and boys are out in the dirt being told to, like, score goals and, you know, tackle people and whatever it is. Like, they're just taught that they need to go out there and win and fight for whatever it is and maybe At not even At any play- cost. Exactly, and maybe not even play fair. Whereas yeah. for us, we're always taught to play fair and be nice and share and not lie and whatever <laughs> it is. Like we just have to be this like nice little girl, and that's tough. It's tough when you go into business and you have to take that and throw it out the window. Pretty much, yeah. You have to like learn everything over because now you're like in a world that's dominated by men. Pretty much. Hmm. Well, and it's, you know, it's it's a fairly new thing. I mean, it's not a new thing, but we're, you know, one of the first generations that has the freedom as women to go out and do our own thing. Like, our parents lived in times where, you know, the girl gets married and that's when she moves out of her house for the first time. And, you know, they've worked for everything for us to have these liberties, to have these possibilities, but we're not equipped for it in a way. No, we're definitely not brought up that way, you know, and I mean, you can't blame our parents because they didn't know at the time. (laughs) Oh, no, absolutely. And it's, I mean, it's perfectly fine. So it's just now we have to focus on, you know, how do we deal with this? And so today in part one, we're going to talk about some of our personal experiences with this, um, as well as just some, you know, things that we've come across in our years as lady bosses and femtrepreneurs. And then in part two, we're going to just kind of sum that up into some tips and advice for all of you, maybe new lady bosses or experienced femtrepreneurs out there who might be struggling with this. So let's dive into part one. And um, yeah, so I mean, we've talked about that stereotype and I feel like it's just, it's such a big thing because I know it's a new thing, but people don't understand why, you know, as a woman and me as a woman in my 30s, I wouldn't want to be married. I don't put value on that, but rather I work my ass off. I work like 10 to 12 hours a day. I work on weekends, working on my own business, working on my own brand. People don't get that. And 
it's like the fact that you're doing something besides wanting to raise a family, they automatically have this like idea that you're a bit of a bitch. Oh, definitely. I feel like as soon as you don't fit a mold, it's just kind of like, wait, <laughs> like there must be like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> there must be something wrong with you because you're, yeah. only, like, you're only doing this because no one wants to marry you. Yeah, and this is why you're, like, good in business, or this is why you're following that dream, you know, instead of, like, this is actually your passion, and this is what you want to do. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm totally not knocking any women who you know, maybe are having families and running their own business. Fucking kudos to you. <laughs> I know, I couldn't even imagine. Like, I can barely take care of myself. I know, I think <laughs> you guys should be running this podcast, because you are fucking killing it, doing it all, um, but I don't have any experience with that, so... I can't really talk about that, but seriously, (laughs) kudos to you guys. So yeah, I'm not discrediting that by any means. Or, you know, if you want to have a family, whatnot, like that's totally up to you. But, you know, we just want to talk about what it's like when you're one of those women who maybe doesn't put that as a priority and the negative feedback you get from that. Definitely. Like, what are some of your personal experiences that you've had? Because, I mean, you've been in business, like, in offices, you've worked with people, and now you have your own business. So, like, you must have seen it from, like, all different angles. Yeah, I have. And it's definitely, I've always felt that, like, um, you always have to work harder than everyone else. And I think maybe that's just, like, either as women or me, just, like, trying to please everybody and make everybody happy. Um, (laughs) So I always felt like, you know, when I was working in an office alongside a mainly male team, I felt like I had to work a lot harder um, to kind of just show that, you know what, I can fucking do this. Yeah. And, like, get ahead and, like, actually, like, do better work than they did, even though, unfortunately, you don't get recognition for it. That was the thing that I learned. No, of course not. That was a big thing that I learned was you just, you won't get recognition for it. But, yeah, so there's that. And then um, a bigger thing that I've recently come across is, you know, so I I have my own business. I I own my own property. So for example, like I deal a lot with, um, you know, having to fix up the house. I'm here by myself. Like this is my house. I've lived here on my own. And when something breaks, I need to get it fixed. Now, a lot of the stuff I've done on my own because I just, you know, whatever I can do what a dude does. I've learned how to do some drywall and stuff. But there are certain things that I can't do, like plumbing, for example. And I know this doesn't really go into, um, like, the whole business side of things, but I think it's an important point to bring up because, so I know nothing about plumbing, and if I have an issue with my plumbing and I need to call somebody in, I immediately feel, because I'm a woman, they're taking advantage of that situation. They're going to quote me a higher price just because they know they can, because they know that I definitely can't do it on my own. And, you know, because I don't know any different anyways, so they'll try it. And it's it's a really frustrating thing. So one of the things that, like, I've learned to do is I just feel like I immediately, like, not put my guard up, but immediately let them know, like, I'm not a moron. I'm not here for you to take advantage of me. And I'm going to make sure that I only pay for what I really need. And, you know, like, the same thing when you bring in your car as a woman. They're like... Oh, yeah. Oh, you need this and that. And we're like, okay. Um, So it's, you know, one of the things that I really start doing is I just, I do my research about what the potential problem could be. I do my research about how much the parts cost. And I make sure to ask lots of questions 
that kind of demonstrate this, being like, well, yeah, but I know that that doesn't really need to be done this often, or is it really, like, that was just done last year, blah, blah, blah. So my point is, it makes me feel a bit like a bitch when I'm like, well, I know you're here to do your job, and I feel like I'm being difficult, but it's just a matter of standing up for for yourself in, like, the money that you're spending on things. So even if it's for your business, if it's for your home, if it's for your car, it's still your money, and you don't want to just throw it out there. No, of course. I totally agree with you. And I do the same thing, actually, when I have to do something with my car. I try to look up what I think it could be just so that, you know, they don't think I'm, like, somebody who doesn't know anything when I show up. Yeah, so it's just, I think that's just something, I, again, like, I know it's not really business-related, but I think but it, it does But it does come, tie in, yeah. Exactly, because you're going to have to do the same thing for your business, right? Whether you're renting an office, whether you're buying a new printer, whatever it is, do your research, know what you're talking about, and go in there with confidence to feel like you're not going to get taken advantage of and to let them know that they can't take advantage of you. Love it. Totally agree. <laughs> nice. Okay, Annika, what about you? Um. Yeah, so... I mean, when I started my studio, I was 20 years old, and I didn't really know a lot about business, not unsurprisingly. Um, So when I used to call places or, like, I needed something done for the studio or anything would happen, like, nobody really took me seriously because, one, I was a woman, and two, like, they could tell that, you know, I was fairly young and everything, and... So a lot of times, like, when I was on the phone or meeting with people, I got the sense of, like, well, why don't you come back when, like, you know, the owner or the manager is here? And it's like, well, that's me. So I didn't really have that role figured out at that time. And I feel like through those experiences, I really had to get comfortable with being tough with people. Not in a sort of, like, mean way, but just letting them know, like, this is what I need, this is what I'm here about. And, like, same thing with you, you know, when you hire somebody for your house or something. Like, just don't take advantage of me. And I feel like women have to learn that so much more, and especially, like, starting a business so young. Like, you have to really take time to get comfortable with that. Because it's it's not something that comes naturally. Anyway, it didn't for me. No, I agree. Like, that's something that, you know, over the years as well. Like, I'm, I'm generally, like, especially on the phone or in emails or whatever it is that you're sending out there, Um, If there's an issue that you have with something, I'm always nice, always nice and polite because I know someone else is also just doing their job. Like I know that, you know, maybe it's not their fault or whatever, but I, I do have a point where I'm like, now you're wasting my time and I will let you know that because this is unacceptable. You know, so and it's like over the years, I've developed that different like that different phone voice because <laughs> we all have that. You know, like your <laughs> your business phone voice is totally different than like your regular voice. You don't even recognize that person when they're talking. <laughs> oh yeah, everyone's always surprised when they hear me on the phone with clients. They're like, really? <laughs> like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So like we have these different voices, and like I definitely over the years have developed mine that says like it's probably my business pitch voice. It's the voice that says, like, I am done being nice now, and it's not bitchy, and it's not... It's just time for business now, like... Well, it's, it's a fine line, right? It's a stern voice, and I think stern is the key there. It's stern as in, like, I'm done fucking around... But it's not, like, bitchy where, like, well, I need to talk to your manager because (laughs) You know? Like, there's a difference. And I think (laughs) you have to develop that difference. And that's kind of how you take that down as well from just being, like, a bitch to being, you know, a proper business bitch. (laughs) 
I like that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where I was That's going with that. That's the way to do it. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that, so I just went for it. Well, yeah, and like recently, I don't know if any of you guys have been watching the Netflix documentary called Explained. I highly recommend it. But they did an episode actually about how women write emails and how it differs from men. And I thought it was so fascinating because they actually talked about the fact that women are so afraid of being seen as mean or bitchy in emails. So they will refrain from using periods at the end of sentences and instead go to using smiley faces or exclamation points because it makes a woman seem friendlier. If a guy did that same thing, he would be seen as not taking his job seriously and why aren't you ending that in a period instead? So it's so funny, I think, how like women try to like represent themselves differently than men have to in business just so that we can avoid that stereotype. And it's so interesting that you say that because as you were just telling me that, I'm thinking about because I'm for my part time day job, I'm a personal assistant, and 90% of what I do is email. And I totally noticed that. Like, it wasn't a conscious thing where I thought about it, but like, if a guy sends me an email with a smiley face, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but if I get that same email from a girl or like a woman that I know that I'm working with, it gets totally acceptable. I'm like, oh, yay, we're friends. You know? <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's so funny how women, like, it can be the email about the same exact thing, but if it comes from a woman with only periods, people are like, oh, she's mad, or, like, something's wrong. That's very, very true, because I always change my emails to not just have, what is, no, I suppose I just have, I'm, I'm actually getting to that as well, where, like, my emails are getting drier and drier as <laughs> I go on, because I'm just like, I can't be bothered with this, like, just give me what I need, like, A, B is what I need, give it back. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm starting to do that more, but it's definitely, I mean, I see it a lot in the emails that I get. Yeah. No, and I mean, I do the same thing with clients. Like I always have to put in smileys or something just to be like, I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's like that comes all the way down to texting these days too, though, because you know, like, yeah, I'm really sarcastic. So when I send texts out, it's like to somebody who doesn't know me that well, I'm like, Ooh, better put like an LOL at the end of that or they're going to really hate me. I know. And it's so funny how like as a woman, you have to do that. But like my boyfriend will send me texts and I'll have to like read it three times before I get like his sense of humor or his joking it because there's nothing giving it away that it's a joke but I know it is you know but like somebody else reading that would be like oh my god what a dick wow see I would say like Ross like my partner he sends me more smiley faces than I care for <laughs> too much Ross <laughs> yeah but then like he also really likes the whatever girly drinks at Starbucks so I'm definitely the more mannish one between the two of us so maybe you guys aren't the best example <laughs> no probably not for this but anyways yeah so Point being, we need to not be worried about what our emails look like. It's business. It's We're not here to make friends. Like, in a way, I get it. Like, you have to be friendly. But I think there's a line of being friendly and then just, like, trying to get people to like you. Yeah. And I'm so guilty of that because I want everybody to like me. And I think I know. we all are. And as a woman, I feel like that's what you want. Like, you're... It's your instinct to have, like, to take care of people, to have them like you, like... It's everything that we're, like, again, this goes back to the very first thing that you said here, which is that it's just how we are brought up. Everything about this is, like, make sure people like you. Um, yep. Because, <laughs> like, look at the, you know, like, the girly magazines and stuff. It's, you know, like, oh, yay, you're enough, but you're also kind of fat, so you need to work <laughs> on that, you know? It's like, yay, this is how you get him to like you, and all this stuff is just... 
we're made to be a certain way and we're told to be a certain way by society. And so, yeah, we're going to feel like we're being a bitch if we don't do that. I know, and I feel like, just like you said, like, the way that society represents it or presents it to us, like, we have that, I don't know, that inept, like, ability to just feel guilt after everything, like, after standing up for ourselves or something. Like, you know, we feel guilty for it, and it's like, why? Like, a guy would just stand up for himself and not think about it again. Yeah, he'll just be like, well, that guy was being a dick, so. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, he had got that coming. He, yeah, like, he got what he deserved. But, like, I'll overanalyze it and be like, oh, my God, what if they took it this way? Or, like, what if they think of this, like, now? And, you know, we just overthink it then, and we just start to feel so guilty. And we really need to stop doing that. And on that note, um, we're going to have to wrap up part one here because we've just kind of gone on. Um, but in part two, <laughs> coming up, we're going to be giving you a little bit of tips and advice on how to deal with this stuff. If, ladies, femtrepreneurs out there, you have had these feelings, had these thoughts, had these issues, then let's get to part two and get into all of those tips we're going to give you. But first, if you want to find us on social media, my uh, travel handle is Life by Linda, and you can find me on YouTube and on Instagram. And my handle on Instagram is Mashari Studios. And that is for her boudoir business. Yes. <laughs> All right. So moving on to part two, some tips and advice on how to not feel like a business bitch. So I think the first tip here should be, like, don't be afraid to stick up for yourself in the right and deserved moment. Absolutely agreed. You can't go crazy all the time. <laughs> no. Definitely don't go crazy all the time. But if it's justified, then don't feel bad about sticking up for yourself. You have every right to. And if, you know, all other options have been exhausted, then be stern. Yeah, no, you need to tell people, you know, that you're serious and don't apologize for it. Yep. And that brings me to tip number two, which is, it is business, it's not personal. So I know that as girls, we tend to take everything personally, but if someone's giving you a hard time about being a bitch or whatever it is, don't take that personally. A dude wouldn't, and we're just as good as they are, so. If not better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And you should definitely always, you know, play like a boy, you know, play to win. That's what you're there for. You're there to do a good job, you know. Don't be afraid to get there. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, it's up to your personal preference if you want to be nasty about it. <laughs> um, like maybe boys are because they don't always play fair. But definitely think about that, you know, when you find yourself in certain situations. Think about well, if I was a guy or like if you have, you know, male influences in your life, like what would they do in this situation? How would they handle this? That's a good point. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And just play like them. Play it like they would. Yeah. Um, oh, and that, that really raises another um, really good tip, I think, which is um, remember that somebody won't be as nice to you if you make a mistake either. Like, I know everybody makes mistakes, and we have to, like we said in point one, in the right and deserved moments, don't be afraid to stick up for yourself. Like, you do have to realize people make mistakes, but, you know, certain mistakes, like, people won't be as nice to you either. So don't feel like you owe anything to anybody. No, that's so true, because I feel like, you know, if, if you hire somebody and you mess up, or, fuck, I fucked If you up. hire somebody <laughs> and they mess up. If you hire, or... <laughs> No, I'm going to go the other way. <laughs> we'll get this point out, I promise. It's a good tip. Get it out. <laughs> it might not be. <laughs> um, I don't even know. No, we'll just skip it. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> my brain can't think the way that I want to go right now, so it's just it's better if we skip it. <laughs> okay, so then why don't you wrap this up with our last tip? Okay, so our last tip would be to always educate yourself on things that you don't understand. You know, give yourself that leveraging power so that when you're in situations where you don't fully know everything, at least you have some, you know, tools in your toolbox that you can kind of pull out and use um, just so that you feel a little bit more self-assured and that you can be stern in those situations and still get what you want. Absolutely. Nicely put. So there you go, ladies. I mean, we hope that this has just kind of helped you dealing with that stereotype of being a business bitch. If you've ever been in that situation, I'm sorry, it happens. We've all been there. We've been through it. But you know what? Like, we stick together and we make it through and we tell ourselves that's cool. We're not just bitches. (laughs) We're awesome lady bosses, right? We're business bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Well, I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, ladies. And keep kicking ass until next time.